Welcome to the Spicy Boys Podcast. Let's get spicy. Welcome everybody back Woo. to Spicy Boys, Spicy Boys podcast episode two. Today we're going to be talking about Darren Aronofsky's The Wrestler, one of my favorite movies from one of my favorite directors. And I'm, uh, I'm very excited to reveal the beer that we're going to be pairing with this movie. And I'm excited to be back on the podcast. Hey, well, I'm excited to have you back. You know, I'm excited for back, spicy back and Brad being back together. Studio. This is a Spicy Boy the Studio. Spicy Boy Studio. A lot happens in here. A lot so, of spiciness. A lot of spiciness, you know, and podcasting and, you know, film editing and whatnot. So Warming up in some Lone Star. So. Oh, man. Should, should we go ahead and clarify that, that spiciness is, is a, it's a state of mind? I it's think that's important because yeah. I get asked this a lot. Yeah, because I'm afraid that people are getting the connotation whenever we say spiciness, they're talking about that we're drinking, which those don't go hand in hand. I mean, you can be spicy no, without drinking. Totally. You can have a spicy song. You can you can be a spicy person. You can be having a spicy day. Or you can literally be eating something spicy. I mean, it's any anything goes. But, if, if, yeah. someone, if, if someone tells me, Jeff, you're being Tabasco, I was like, oh, man, am I, am I being that lame? <laughs> right. <laughs> Wait. So you don't like Tabasco? It's not. It's not. It's not a spicy. It's not very spicy. You, you got to be at least at a Cholula to be enjoying yourself. I feel like. <laughs> I do have to say Cholula's oh, way better delicious. than Tabasco. Yeah, Tabasco's Tabasco's the Bud Light of a uh, hot sauce. <laughs> <laughs> Cholula's the craft beer. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Modelo Tapatillo's Modelo. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I like it's, that. It's still good, you know. It's cheap. It's good, like Lone Star. So, hot, hot Pete is a. Uh, <laughs> it's probably Lone Star. Have you ever had that crystal? That's like Natty Ice. Oh, yeah. I've never had crystal. It's before. just it literally is just like water, and Natty Ice is just like water. So. Yeah. <laughs> I would yeah I would, I would stick with. I'll start with Tapatio, then maybe go up to uh, um. I really love sriracha. I was going to ask this. Everybody is, loves sriracha. Is it common to call that rooster sauce? I've never heard it called if that. If you're white. <laughs> I don't know. Right? Okay. I've always called it sriracha. But I've been with a few people you. and they're like rooster sauce. I didn't really pick up on it. And then I realized, oh, I thought rooster sauce might have been a different type of, I don't know, sauce. I think, I think that's what it sounds like. That's just like a shorthand term for people who are afraid about pronouncing sriracha wrong because it's spelled with an extra R in there. I'm, good. Wow. I'm glad because I was like, oh, maybe I'm out of the loop, but I'm not going to call it rooster sauce. I think so. the guy who started was is actually from California. Maybe, I might be wrong. I'm, no, I'll probably just make a story moved. up. <laughs> well, I watched a documentary on it. Yeah. I don't know if he just lives in California now, but um, yeah, I'm not really sure. I, okay. I don't want to be giving false facts out on this. I say yeah, we're the spicy sriracha, boys. but it's actually spelled what like sriracha, sriracha, S R I. No clue. Right? No. It, yeah, that's, that's what I was saying earlier. There's an extra R in there that people just kind of. I, I think a lot of people just skip over because it's easier to say sriracha than sriracha. I guess we'll, we'll stick with rooster sauce. 
<laughs> I'm gonna go to an authentic uh, Vietnamese restaurant and like, ask them, "Hey, you have any? You have any rooster sauce?" I bet you they have some kind of rooster sauce. Yeah. It's actually called rooster sauce. It's not not the same though. They probably have a. Um, they probably have a live rooster in the back. Exactly. About to I'm sure there are some uh, uh, sriracha bootlegs out there. <laughs> I haven't seen good. any, but I put on everything: hot dogs, steaks, fries. Carrots, I love it in pho, right? Pho, yeah. Oh man. Pho. Ooh, that's yeah. That's pho. Uh, I low low main. I love putting it on low main. Oh really? Yeah. I respect you saying it pho, not pho. I know. No, I used to say pho. Yeah. I, did, I was taught wrong, but uh, I corrected myself. <laughs> Would you like some rooster sauce with your pho? <laughs> <laughs> Oh man! Get out <laughs> of my restaurant, <laughs> sir! <laughs> oh man! So let's talk about our uh, let's talk about our week last week. Oh man! Mm. Well, you know you know how spicy it got. Um, I, I do. I want I want to hear you guys kind of well, break man. down the week. Well, we went to Houston, mm-hmm. and uh, I haven't been to Houston in man tw- two years. Two oh years. yeah. Um, oh, let's start with the. Uh, the uh, armadillo shorts. Oh yeah, yeah. sorry, yeah. my bad, my bad. Uh, yeah, let's go back to that. Let's let's backtrack <coughs> the night before. Um, July nineteenth, Wednesday. Well, how about you talk about a little bit a little bit about it, Joe? So for or for everyone who doesn't know about armadillo shorts, is it's a short film screening slash mixer slash hangout slash festival festival slash good time. Slash networking event networking event slash of the century bad ass <laughs> slash lone star smash event it turned out to be that way uh yeah we we screened local short films in a bar where i used to work at down in rainy street called lucille you guys should check it out hey uh then we showed seven short films with uh, a bunch of friends families filmmakers all pretty, all solid films. I was yeah. really impressed with the quality and everything. On, on the last one. one's my favorite, though. I'm gonna get <laughs> one. Are you talking about Valediction that's yeah. up for voting on Real 13? Currently? Which will probably be too late by the time people hear this. Yes. So. <laughs> Currently, we have over 200 votes. So, if you guys go to Real 13 slash... <laughs> It's 13.org. I was going to say, it's.org. Backslash real 13 backslash vote. Backslash spicy boys. There you go. Don't put the spicy, put the spicy boys. boys. That will lead I don't know you where that's going to take you. Uh, it could take you anywhere. That might it, be an exciting adventure for someone. Uh, but yeah, seven films. Uh, you got a pretty good uh, mix of genre. You got some comedy. You got some sci-fi. You got some suspense. Some um, drama. Um, yeah, for you know, it was the it first was mi- one, so it's 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 a it's a good turnout. Um, it was mixed up really well too. Yeah, yeah. So we can try to do it again soon. Then we went to Beyonce Town, <laughs> Baytown, Raytown. Wait, there's a. I think Baytown is that's where she's from, though, right? Yeah. Okay, I want to make sure. Yeah. We don't want to confuse. Are you saying people. Baytown like B A Y? Oh, yeah. Baytown. We don't. Want to- <gasps> oh, Sarah Snacks. Oh my gosh! Yeah, you, here I'll hold that. You know, I'm, so, gonna, I'm so gonna hold it so you don't knock who, over the cable. For everyone who doesn't know, Sarah Thank is you, Sarah. Brad's uh, you wanna give wonderful a shout out, Sarah? girlfriend, and she just brought us snacks. It's so fancy. I'm gonna take a photo right now. Hey, we, we appreciate this. What is this? We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna insta this. I just made you what I wanted to eat for dinner. Did, so. did, hey, did you get did some you? for yourself? Yeah. 
All right. Should, Thank I, should you. I get some paper towels? Probably. Uh, yeah. I'm going to grab some. Actually, Sarah, you, I'm gonna have you to need get the to, beer uh, for us in a second. You need to tell everyone, um, deconstruct this. this uh, you want to talk? tell yeah. everyone what this is? Uh, what are we having for Sarah's next yeah. this episode? garlic onion jam <laughs> so it's a you say french baguette mm -hmm. with garlic onion and jam a garlic onion jam a garlic onion jam all that mm -hmm. together in the jam all yeah. right a marmalade yeah a marmalade yeah okay and then you have goat cheese mm, goat cheese prosciutto. goat prosciutto. cheese prosciutto figs figs and the green stuff is just watercress is what watercress it's watercress, watercress. Do you know what that is yeah do you watercress? Watercrest? Watercrest? What's watercrest then normally? It's just a little. Just a common. Yeah, it's what he, yeah, it's a yeah. I knew that. I was just just testing everyone. Salads. Salad stuff. Is this yeah. spicy in any way? It's not spicy at all. It will okay, be. that's fine because it's 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 getting really spicy in here. So Maybe we need. Next time I'll kick it up a notch. No, no, this is good. This is good. Thank you, Sarah. Thank you, Sarah. Thank you, Sarah. For the for the view Snacks. for the listeners. All right, guys. Watercrest. I'm gonna I'm gonna grab us. That's Some paper idea. towels. You guys keep talking about the what the trip was like, yeah. and then okay. um, yeah. I'll bring out those beers for us to get ready. So we went to Houston, watched the Manchester United game. The man, the uh, first ever uh, Manchester derby outside of London, correct? That is correct. It's a historical moment for every soccer fan. It was, it was, it was great. Uh, that was, I think, that was like the primary focus of our trip. And yeah. it could not have gone better. The game was great. It was a um, fun experience. Hanging out with some cool peeps. Ryan's yeah. family. Uh, then it just happens to be that, oh, Dunkirk's coming out the next day. The very next day. Why not? So let's go what, Let's go see an IMAX is what we said to yeah. each other. The only way to see it, I feel like. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. We... We're not going to talk about Dunkirk no. much more on this episode we're gonna just have... because we're going to dedicate, we have to dedicate at least an entire episode yeah. going into how much we enjoyed Dunkirk. If the, uh, yeah, for that episode, we're probably going to have uh, an EMT on standby because my heart just might explode out of my chest. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I got to say we're... we're the one thing I have to say is we're all fans of Harry Styles now. Dude. And not just his acting, but his, his music. music. I mean, I'm obsessed with that song. You know that song? Oh, yeah. yeah. Sign of the Times. Oh, my God. I'm very aware. We listen to that song. A lot. A lot of times in a row the on the way back. I just I was just listening to an album. It's pretty good. It's, 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 it's uh, pretty solid. So, it's... it's uh, yeah, I'm, I was I was surprised by his acting and by his solo debut. Yeah, a musician. I, I think he's uh, uh, you know we've got this we've seen the transition different bands that go on to I have I mean things like I was one of those people who like oh One Direction no yeah right yeah, we, we all said that I mean you know nobody nobody Ooh. expected much good to come out of that band but. If, if there's one guy that's kind of making a positive impact, I got to say right now, it's Harry Styles. Are you trying to tell me One Direction you, you didn't have a high expectations for? No. I'll be honest, I don't know any of their music. <laughs> I, hadn't, I hadn't heard any I, of yeah. their songs. <laughs> I think one I had heard, and it was because it was on a movie and I thought it was catchy, but 
I mean, I asked my little good. sister. Oh, okay. And uh, I think Probably she really liked them, really but uh, I have no clue what their music is. So, but acting, spot on. Some of the best I've seen. Oh, Ryan's Ryan, you ready to get spicy with this? Um, yeah, we saw Dunkirk at uh, New Sin. Are you gonna? Then we went to Jollibee. So. Oh my gosh, do we want to talk? We have to All talk right. about Jollibee. So. I'm Filipino, and I grew up. <laughs> since people can't see Jeff, since people can see me right now, Filipino. I grew up uh, in the Philippines. <laughs> okay, all right. No shit, Sherlock. Um, so, uh, I grew up with uh, eating Jollibee, which is the number one fast food chain in the Philippines. It's uh, it's McDonald's over there. Um, then I found out they, oh, they have plenty in California. Um, but the only one they have in Texas is in Houston. I was like, oh man, we're gonna go to Houston, watch the game, watch Dunkirk. Then we're gonna, we're gonna go have some sweet spaghetti sauce with hot dogs. Well, that's, oh, okay. So yeah, that's what I wanted to say. So yeah. when we asked Jeff, what so, I mean, I love it. So let, yeah, Brad and Ryan can so kind of from, just- From Ryan and I's perspective, we're asking, what is this Jollibee place? You know, what is it? It's fried chicken. Yeah. What'd you say? Rice. And then he mentioned spaghetti. Yeah. Well, it, it was kind of funny because he was, he was like, it's, it's a, it's a sweet spaghetti sauce with hot dogs. <laughs> <laughs> Which were like. Immediately I turned to Brad and I said, do you think it's just going to be ketchup and hot dogs on spaghetti? Because the same you know, thing we have no idea. Same thing you eat in college. Yeah. And yeah. after we had it, I think, I don't know how, I don't know. How, how'd you feel about that, Ryan? I, I loved it. I, 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 we were both very impressed with, with, with this. Uh, now, because the pro, and I think the problem going into it was the entire time we had been told, this is the McDonald's of the Philippines. And I feel like that's not <laughs> yeah, a very that's, good comparison that's, uh, between the two. That's, 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 that's my honest. bad. Yeah. It was, uh, I guess I meant was the... In terms of popularity, yeah, I, no, that's what I got. What I understand yeah. that now, but like going into it, you know, with us having no idea what we were about to get into, I, I was kind of like, oh, well, it's you know, I'm, I'm like, gonna tell you right now, if we could go to Jollibee right now, I would. Oh, oh. absolutely, and I would, I would just get double spaghetti. The spaghetti right? was phenomenal. The, I mean, the, the chicken was good, but I'm just, I would substitute good. for double spaghetti. They yeah. do, uh, they do sell uh, like family size sweet spaghettis. Oh, hot dogs. Next time, space. I was, I'll, I'll, I was for a fast food restaurant. I was kind of ex- expecting overcooked noodles. Not at all. No, the noodles got those were noodles cooked. spot on, man. I, I don't like spaghetti much anymore because it's hard to find a place that cooks the noodles just right. It, 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 Especially Jolly Belly. Like Jolly Belly is spot on. <laughs> Jolly Bee. It's Jolly Bee. I really like. I can't. Brad, Brad kept saying Jolly Belly because <laughs> of Jelly Belly. Jelly Belly. But it's a callback to his childhood. I yeah. think it's. I think the proper term is jolly spaghetti, because every every item on the menu has it's just the word either like it's jolly dog, it's jolly or much or, or, like, or, or uh, like the, the the fried chicken is called chicken joy. So joy, you know, you got to it's it's happy chicken, happy chicken, and uh, <laughs> jolly jolly hot dog. Yeah, it's amazing. What's the rice called? I, um, happy rice. <laughs> it was 
Are you yeah. rice? Yeah. Oh, really? It's called happy rice. A big bowl of of of, of steaming pile of happiness. He <laughs> <laughs> says steam rice. No, yeah. it, it was great. I I absolutely would go again. Um, yeah, I was watching your reaction when you took a bite. Were you? Yeah, I saw your reaction, and then I got excited because I didn't quite have my food yet. But man, I wasn't sure how I'd feeling about the hot dogs and that, but woo, man, a sweet. I get soft double hot dogs if I could. Yes. Inside, double portions of spaghetti. I think if I if I were to go back again, I would get the the sweet spaghetti and just a hot dog on the I think, side. I was going to say, I think I'll throw a jolly good. dog on the side, just like you know, just like a little snack on the side. Jolly hot dog. There you go. But would you guys add rooster sauce with this spaghetti? <laughs> I don't think so. It's, it's sweet and I'm spicy. Telling you, much like that water burger burger we had, the sweet and spicy. Oh man, this the, uh, yeah. These past couple days have been rough on the food sitch, but you know. Yeah. yeah. We uh, yeah. When we me and Brad had the uh, we uh, shot for float fest this weekend, and uh, one of the um, I was oh. like, I cannot, I cannot eat any more burgers. So we. We got like, which first time I've had it is amazing. So it's the burger bowl or cheeseburger bowl. It's basically uh, that's the menu item. Yeah. yeah. So it's a Caesar salad with burger patty, and uh, and in the bottom of the bowl, there's like a bed of French fries. Where is this at? This was a food so the food, food truck, truck in San that, Marcos that uh, they had in it. No, they're actually from Houston. They oh, said. Okay. I think they said they're from Houston. Oh, it's called the Burger Joint. Yeah, so it's called. Oh, the, I've heard of Burger Joint yeah. before. So that's, they, that's they drove all the way to San Marcos and uh, to do the festival, and uh, that's where we ate, crew ate, but uh, so yeah, we uh, we got meal tickets. We go up. We actually had to eat there twice. <laughs> that was the only place cooking food, so we had to either eat the burger, the chicken, whatever. But so after eating this for like four days, I think Jeff and I were like, okay, let's have a salad. So I don't know if it makes it better that it was a salad. As in lettuce, <laughs> burger patty with cheese, better French fries. I even think there was honey mustard on there. Was, I don't think it was. Uh, it was really good. It was so good. So, oh, yeah, delicious, delicious. But my body's kind of rejecting. I think all the burger patties at this point. So, it's nice to have these Sarah snacks, you know, to to change it up a little bit. Really these good, delicious. Yeah, how do you guys feel about these? I'm all, I'm all about the French baguettes, son. Are you guys, are I, I you guys, would expect to order this from like a, a fancy French bistro. This is no, easily eight dollars for one of these. For for one of these. How yeah. do you feel about the figs? Figs are good. <laughs> oh, the, the, those figs. That's what they are. I don't eat figs, but I think the only time I've ever had figs before this is in a fig Newton. I don't think I've ever had yeah a fig Newton. I've yeah. never had figs. It's like the first, the only other time I've had strawberries in a pop tart. <laughs> kind of similar. <laughs> I've had strawberries before. Just, I don't know. For some reason, they had figs. This is really delicious. Thank you, Sarah. Thank you, Sarah. And Sarah Snacks. <laughs> All right. So I brought in the food, or Sarah brought in the food, and now we got the beer. So do you want to go through this? Yeah. Um, so each week we try to pick a beer that will pair well with the movie that we're talking about. And uh, so for The Wrestler, I picked up a bourbon barrel aged arrogant bastard. And God that's, damn it. That's yeah. Wait, wait, that's, wait. Say that one more time. Yeah. I, was, I, I wasn't listening. Say, to say, honest, say so. like, say like a, you're introducing a wrestler. Bourbon barrel aged arrogant bastard. Ooh. Wow, man. This is a nice looking beer. Uh, this is from the same uh, brewery who makes 
Is this uh, like stone IP? I yeah, this is stone, stone, right? Because yeah, I can right. tell by their logo. Oh, yeah, man, this is going to be. Well, like... it's uh, Arrogant Bastard Brewing Company is actually the name of the company. This is going to hit me in the face. San but, Diego, they do make some good beers. So the reason I chose this beer for the, our podcast today is... It's a it's a little rough, you know. It's it's a it's a little bit of a you know stouts are usually pretty dirty beers, but then you get the the bourbon barrel aged, which like Mickey Rourke in the wrestler, he's he's a little bit aged, and it's a, a it's got it's got a little you know with the bourbon barrel you're gonna have a little bit of sweetness on there too, like and you know like as as rough and as like raw as this movie is, there's some really sweet and tender moments in it, which which I think I think. I've heard he is an arrogant bastard in real life, so it's perfect. <laughs> Make it work. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he, he wasn't exactly a uh, a uh, model citizen no. in uh, the movie either. He's a very flawed character, which kind of makes him an uh, arrogant bastard in his own right. So let me crack that open. All right. So we can't crack these open at the same time. We have one bottle open. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> We usually we try to pop them at the same time. Oh, spicy! I'm excited. That's like that's that's perfect. That's um, I love Darren Aronofsky, but also um, one of the reasons why I started watching his films. Well, it turns out they're amazing films, especially The Wrestler. His DP is this guy he went to film school with, and he's Filipino, and so I started following him. Then that's how I kind of got introduced to Darren Aronofsky. Yeah, he's early on. He was one of my favorite just because his work is, is so um, it's so raw and real, and he, he finds these emotional places in these really dark corners of uh, of humanity. And uh, I mean, I think the wrestler is kind of like an, like ideal. Setting for Aronofsky, and he all of his movies deal with obsession in one way or another. So, and so what kind of uh, movies? So, uh, give us a, a, you know a few of his bigger films. Okay, so we, early on, his first movie that he ever did was well, his first major film that he ever did was Pi. And that was which was all black and white, right? It was all in black and white, and it was ac- actually going back to how it was shot. It was shot in what they call ultra 16 millimeter oh, i never knew this mm-hmm. so what they know. did was they took super 16 and then the uh, they there's little corners on the side of like the um the film the film mm-hmm. and they re- they were from the camera and they removed that so they could get an even larger yeah yeah larger film than so that was the first movie that ever did that oh it was his cin- cinematographer who was like we need to do it this way um, and then after that, he's done Black Swan is another famous mm-hmm. one. That's what I was going to say. Supposedly, he wanted to make Black Swan and the wrestler in the same movie. He wanted to show, you know, a, a story from the highest form of art and what he considers to be the lowest form of art and kind of figure out a way to intertwine him, but he, he couldn't figure it out. Uh, the Fountain, which is kind of a, a very polarizing movie. Is yeah, that, is I that like the with Fountain. The, I mean, it's, it's, it's that's all with you, Jackman, right? Uh huh. Yeah. No, yeah, yeah. yeah so yeah. it's it is because which I uh, like that movie. visually it's I mean amazing Stunning. too. Yeah, I was gonna say it's. I mean, all of his works 
pretty spot on for me. I mean, it's, the, you know, the the one that really pulled me in was uh, Requiem for a Dream. I mean, that's like how many people use that score now? Oh, every I see, you hear that score on everything because it was such like a, yeah. I think Interstellar is like the new Requiem for a Dream soundtrack, where, or I'm sorry, Inception. Where you gonna, uh-huh. you're just gonna hear that theme over and over and over again. All throughout I, I heard the yeah, the Requiem um, theme song in like some random local business promo. I was gonna video. say you'll, you'll hear yeah. it just in like commercials. <laughs> yeah, it's, like, it's so disrespectful. <laughs> <laughs> my uh, my older brother, uh, his one of his best friends grew up in uh, the Bronx, and they said in uh, high school they showed them. Uh, Requiem for a Dream is an anti-drug film, and oh, I that to me was really fascinating because if I was in high school and I saw that movie, I mean that would traumatize me. Yeah. I can tell you right now, every time I watch that movie, I feel the same way. Yeah, I'm like I would never want to do I mean, it. It's I mean it's it's, it's, her- it's mainly heroin, right? Right. Yeah. yeah, and it's just like oh my god. Well, not even that. It's just like with the sound design and everything and oh mm-hmm. the teeth grinding this is crazy but editing was like the the montage they do when someone's you know tuning up oh that's a when i saw the the cut where you see uh the pupils dilating mm-hmm. i was like wow how do you do that he definitely had his, his style for that film yeah. too cuz like when it comes right. to like the black swan and the wrestler i feel like those two well, I, not even similar styles in terms of shooting, but Requiem's like kind of Requiem and Pi that definitely have its like I don't know those kind of two are similar in my style. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like not they're not like his other work. Like you, you can put Black Swan and the Wrestler, and and we saw the before Dunkirk, we saw the the teaser for his new movie Mother, which you literally only see a a, a second of frame, but that seems to already just from that one shot it kind of seems like it's shot a little bit like the wrestler it's, in black uh, swan it looks it looked like it was in 16 millimeter to me just from that one frame maybe i'm wrong but it was it was it was a proper teaser for sure oh yeah a great teaser <laughs> yeah i like i, I hate excited. when people um watch teasers and it's it's obviously it's it's on the title movie teaser trailer and people watching it would come it's like oh that they're not giving anything at all. Well, that and yeah. trailers give away so much information these days anyway. Like, you can watch some trailers and you're like, well, I just watched the film. Yeah. Yeah. So, I, I thought I did a I good mean, job of like. Which is extremely difficult to do. A teaser like that? I mean, without giving it away, I mean, you watch that teaser and it's like, I don't know. I think I have a good idea of what the film. I mean, I probably have no clue, but, you know, it kind of let me decide at that point, like, what I think it's going to be. And then now I'm going in, like, I'm like, extremely curious and I'm, I'm excited about it one so, uh, right. one thing i like about the wrestler a lot is growing up i was a big wwf fan you know hulk hogan um marjorie Gennetti, sean michaels all, all, i mean wait how back how far back we're going we talking uh oh man. was it was it like sorry late, was, it, late, was it bushwhackers late, late bushwhackers oh like yeah 80s nice. 90s yeah, Bush, yeah legion of doom oh legion of doom tatanka uh uh Jake the Snake, Razor Ramon, One, one Two Three Kid, uh, Hacksaw, yo. Jim Dugan, Hacksaw, oh, yeah. <laughs> Rowdy Roddy Piper, <laughs> British Bulldog, Goldust. Oh, oh my gosh, Goldust. He was the most hateable character yeah. in anything. My, uh, I was obsessed with Shawn Michaels, and uh, then uh, 
my brother Gabby was his. He's all about like the Hart Foundation, like Bret Hart, Owen Hart. So whenever wait Bret was Hart, was Shawn Michaels uh, uh, not a part of that group? No, no, oh, he was so, just, he was in his own. Yeah, okay, that um, makes more sense. Then whenever you know, oh, uh, uh, WrestleMania come around or SummerSlam or SmackDown, <laughs> oh, man, these days are bringing back memories. Yeah, they would have like Bret with Bret Hitman Hart against Shawn Michaels, and who just like. At that moment, like, we're not brothers anymore. It was shit like that. But uh, that whole movie kind of bridged the gap from... I'm, I'm used to watching, like, big... I mean, WWF, so the biggest wrestling um, federation out there. Watching wrestler kind of, like, oh, like, how much did they get paid? Like, what did, what did they actually do? And how, how are they, you know... Yeah. actually supporting like what what well, happens why like why well, are think, you doing this i think because like i mean i always say that like wrestling's kind of like the soap opera for men like i feel like a lot of guys like yeah, it and, and, and like i don't know there's the there's a lot of people out there that would be like like why do you guys watch that and right. and they're like you know it's fake it's like yeah but you know it's, it's fake but it's not it's not all fake there's a lot of like you'd be like work that goes into it and <laughs> i think that's what the wrestler shows is that like right yeah they're they're there's honest realness to it like exactly the, like the scene where he you know after he gets like all the staples in him where he's they're like taking out the staples and they're going through the match like they're showing about like like okay okay you know we we all know this is isn't real but like what he went through out there was absolutely real i know like, it's like what he felt out there was real and that's you know i mean these wrestlers are using razor blades to, yeah. to, to cut you know to get blood and that's like you know it's not fake you know i mean people growing up they're just like oh jeff that's fake yeah you see that blood that blood's not fake <laughs> that's tested that's, that's, that's real blood <laughs> no it's yeah. true because like and i think that's a big part of it because like yeah. it really does i mean when you watch that film you're like i don't know it kind of changes you a little bit like at least if your outlook on it because i feel like that is how Maybe that's how you know a lot of the uh, smaller underground wrestling scenes are. You know, yeah. I mean, I've, I have Absolutely. I have two friends that I know that have done the wrestling thing, and really, um, yeah, in a small town. But you know, they go up and they practice and train, you know, over and over to do the right moves and stuff. So, well, there's there are tons of work that goes into it, and and you know, the, I think the, the real there, there's a lot of uh, uh, Christ-like imagery in that movie. Yeah, I mean, you know the. Refer they reference to the sacrificial lamb like four or five times in that movie, and it just it's really interesting to watch because you're you're basically watching a guy who's obsessed with a sport that he was no longer he, cares about him. Yeah, he, yeah, it's, no, it's, yeah. So it's like it's, it's kind of like a study on what is it like to be obsessed with something that's that's dying, you know. Like, why, why are, you know, like, what happens to you then? And, and, you know, in the movie, he, he, he tries to start, you know, like become a normal person and he tries to date the girl and he tries to reconnect with his daughter, but it's, it's not like oh, man, I felt... his place is back in that. Like he's, he's meant to be in that ring. I know. He's meant to, he lived in that ring. That's uh that's 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 all he yeah that's all he got that's yeah all he, so he, he's got yeah you know that it's he's the you know he's the christ for the for the uh, fans is what it is and, um and in terms of casting man they they he um, nailed it right i mean yeah after Mickey rourke was just like you know yeah that's how i felt after i saw that i was like gee like i feel like if mickey rourke just went into wwe uh 
wrestling right now, like you could just play that character. Oh yeah, yeah exactly. No, like, it, it was perfect. And then uh, all that so, they casted uh, like real um, wrestlers too. Yeah, yeah. All the other guys in the movies were real wrestlers. So like all of the scenes backstage and everything like that. And I actually watched this movie with my girlfriend, who's a theater actress. And uh, it was interesting because she had never seen it before, and I, I've seen it so many times that it was kind of nice to get some uh, some kind of new things that I, ha- I hadn't thought about before. But the first one being, you don't even see his face for the first, like, ten minutes of the movie. So all you see is just, like, his hair. And, like, so, so you, he becomes, like, already when the movie starts, he almost is, like, a mythical person. Yeah. And then the other thing is uh, Evan Rachel Wood, Westworld fame, you know, <laughs> as we all know now. Now, yeah. Um, she is so over the top in her reactions in that movie. Did you hate it? No. I think it's it's great and it's genius because it's like he's he's spent so much of his life in the ring and he's like, that is his life, is this ring. So... It would only make sense that his children and his family would kind of have this like same type of you know like whenever yeah, they I react do, yeah. like it's a, uh-huh. it's like an overdrive like you know the, like their life is like the ring like that's the only way they can get to him is to you know push him and shove him and you know do all this and I like I I hadn't even ever thought of that before and I was you know like, that's, I mean I haven't thought about that so that's a, that's I don't know a good. There were times Something I'm learning. There so. were times in the film in the film where I was watching like, dude, just just quit. I mean, uh, I seeing you like this, it, it's exhausting. It's like just go get yeah, you, a, you go feel- get a job at like Walmart, which, which he kind of <laughs> he kind of picked up uh, some side jobs there. Yeah, he, well, he was working yeah. at the he was working at the, at the supermarket. Yeah, and then Todd Berry, the stand-up comedian, yeah. is his boss in the movie. But it's funny seeing like him doing that then, just. A hint of like, hey, we got this match. It's like he's back at that mentality. Like, I belong in the ring. Right. I'm a wrestler. Yeah. That's what I'm gonna do. Um, but yeah, it's just I don't know. I've always thought about how these amateur wrestlers and backyard wrestlers and how their mindset are. Man, as far as like, well, I mean, they know they're not in WWE. They know probably gonna be like what thirty to fifty people is gonna watch them bleed. And there was potentially a, killed himself. There's a video on YouTube I saw recently. I don't know if you guys saw this, but it was like amateur backyard wrestling, but like that, you know. Um, they did like a freaking, I don't know if it was like a suplex or something off like a two-story house onto a table of fire, but the crowd went crazy. I mean, it was yeah. unbelievable. I, I saw, it's, it was a Vice episode where it's a uh, backyard wrestling federation that happens. I, I forgot where, but it's so popular that people would line up for it for days. But it's just like it's like Brad said. It's it's no holds barred. Chairs, yes. barbed wire, right. swords. They have swords <laughs> in the ring, like real swords. Don't bring, don't bring, don't bring your spandex to the knife fight, huh? Guys? No, bring a sword. <laughs> But that's what I'm so yeah so when I saw the wrestler I was like I don't know I feel like as a fan of you know pro wrestling that like when I saw that movie I was like no this is what I feel like some guys go through that you never witnessed yeah. some of these oh, wrestlers you, you can go online you, you hear later you know about you know drug addiction and whatnot they have because 
the things they put themselves through. So well, the put things they put in their body. You know, there's yeah. there's the part where he's like getting on steroids because he thinks it's gonna help him, and you know, then he has a heart attack. Like, can you imagine those guys back? In, you know, like Macho Man Randy Savage. You know, like that guy was one of the biggest. You know, his. <laughs> He was. There was obvious that he was oh, on a lot of yeah. different, different substances, which was entertaining as can be, and it was you know super in, enjoyable to watch him. But you know, you know, what you don't realize is that there there's a real person behind that, and he has he has a family, and he has he has things that he's going through, and uh, I think that's kind of you know what that movie was trying to like kind of show us too is that like you know like inner like these guys are here to entertain us, but that's not their only purpose in life. No, it's true. I mean, I, I think I saw Jeff, uh, uh, you know, Scott Hall. I've always been a Scott Hall fan. And he, uh, you know, he's been, he's been through a lot. I mean, I've watched, you know, videos of him, like, Mm -hmm. you know, when he goes big and, you know, he's in the WWF and WWE or whatever. And then F and then, uh, F. We're going to call it up. I think we yeah, should. We should. And then uh, next thing you know, you see him like years later, you know, with where he's drug addiction. He's doing like underground wrestling. He can barely stand. And I'm like, you know, these guys put themselves through a lot for the entertainment, you know? And, uh-huh. I'm, and it's just crazy because I feel like that's kind of. Yeah, that's a good point. When putting, you know, there's uh, themselves out there just for entertainment. You see them face covered in blood. They're getting hit by metal chairs and being thrown everywhere. And you. They walk backstage and the um, promoter like, here, here's your cut, fifty bucks. Yeah, and they they don't know what they're gonna get at I was the like, end of the day. Holy shit, it, it's crazy. I just think he did a good job. I think Arnowski did a great job on like like showing all that with this film. It was just like spot on for me. He he was very respectful while like really going into like some some yeah. of the deeper issues with with all of that too. Which you know, I think he's one of the directors today that can go uh go into the darker places of like i said like of humanity and still like be respectful to it yeah and and have an understanding of it i i feel like he's somebody who's very cultured and and has experienced it a lot in his life just based on the movies that i seem i mean for all i know he could have like one thing about the film i love how it was most of his handheld there's no steady cams there's no um, Lots of shots. follow shots. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say, a ton of follow it's shots. All like sh- shaky handheld footage, which I guess just adds to the story. It's very raw and and real, and it's it's almost like a documentary approach without being yeah, I, I can a see documentary. That. So Ryan, so it's like Arnowski, like one of your top top directors. Absolutely, I mean, are you in top yeah. ten, top I would, five. I'd probably put him in the top five. Top five. Mm-hmm. Let's, let's hear top five. Top five. Well, that's a tough way. He's put you, he's put you on the spot. You can't do that. I'll, I'll be honest. If anyone ever asks me my favorite film, I I will just walk away because I just can't. I There's can answer that. I, I see my favorite director. Who's your favorite? Director? Oh wait, yeah. Christopher Nolan. Oh, <laughs> the director of the new movie Dunkirk. Yeah. You want you want to hear my top that's five? One. Yeah. Oh Christopher God. Christopher Nolan. Christopher Nolan. Christopher Nolan. Nolan. Chris Nolan. All right. Tell me this. What's the first Nolan film you ever watched? Memento. Memento. It was. Yeah, it was Memento. Okay, cool. Yeah. Same with me. I just wasn't sure if you actually... Yeah. Memento, it, then... The, okay, we could stop. This, could, <laughs> this, is, this is for this another is gonna, time. This is going to be I, hours I, and hours. Yeah, yeah so. I'm with you on that. But um, but I was just curious, because I know you've been an Aronofsky fan, you know. Um, 
I mean, I am too. I think he does great work. So, but I knew Ryan was definitely it's one of his favorites. So, yeah. I, do you have a favorite film that he's made? Aronofsky. Yeah. By so, the wrestler. Yeah, it is. It oh, is, it is I, your yeah, favorite one. I, 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 More than Black Swan. I think it's a masterpiece. I, I. The story is great. The performances are just out of this world. I mean, I, I, I do really, really like Black Swan, but just for how much I connected to the movie, yeah, the wrestler because it, it's, you know, it's a movie about a flawed character. And how would you, how would you rate this film? On a scale of one to no, on a scale five of five popcorns, Scoville <laughs> units. Oh, yeah. How would you? Oh, man. How dare you? Yeah, how, how dare you, man? Dare you say popcorn. I mean, are we talking ghost pepper? Are we talking? What are we talking? Here? I, I don't think it's. I don't think it's the perfect Car- movie. Carolina Scorpion Fire. <laughs> but I if I if I can yeah, if I, I can remember. remember, I think it would be Trinidad Scorpion. Oh man, that's nine out of ten. That's nine out of ten. Yeah, that's yeah, ten's better. I mean, no, I'm with you. I was going to say at least 8.5 for sure. Yeah, if not, just, probably nine. I'm, I'm going to say, yeah, but eight, eight, 8.6. Yeah, just the way that he's able to do art movies about yeah. these really interesting situations. I mean, that's what I strive and hope to do one day. So you think, you think his new film is going to top this one? I will, I will be there from, just from the teaser the on. How do you feel right now? Just from that oh, teaser. I have, no, I have no idea. I mean, I would love for it to, but you know, he's one of those guys who he, you, you trust gonna, him. Knows what I'm saying. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. You know, him. it's, it's going to be great no matter what. I think his strong points are when he does indie movies. Yeah, his studio efforts. I feel like I I haven't connected to as much like Noah, but um, I definitely. Oh yeah, think. Noah. Oh yeah, I didn't want to bring it up. <laughs> I know. Uh, uh, no, uh, I love Russell Crowe. <laughs> Everything it had all the pieces. Yeah, it just didn't just work out. Couldn't put it together, yeah. for, you know. And but that's with a, that's that's, a lot. That's of, with everyone. I think that's a studio. We, we know. Yeah, we know how that every, is. Every yeah, every um, like top um, director has that See, one film. This is the thing. Like. This is the thing I don't like. They always say, uh, except, except a director, for, you're only as good as your last Nolan. film." They always say that you're only as good as your last film. Well, that makes yeah. Kubrick a god, then. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but that makes me. I don't like that. I mean, I guess maybe because like as filmmaker, that yeah. I'm like, it bugs me because, like, I mean, you could sit there and say, "Let's get it straight." Spielberg has made some of some of the best films of ever, you know. But right. man, he's made. He made some bad ones, so... If, if that's the case, then uh, poor Richard <laughs> Kelly. You know, like, the guy made Donnie Darko, and then... But I was told that. I mean, I went to school. It was like, hey, man, you're only as good as your last film. That's what the industry's going to see you as. And it's like, hmm, I'm going to leave it up to the people to figure that one yeah. out. You know? So, so David Ayer's just, like, kind of sitting on Suicide Squad right now. <laughs> <laughs> None of his other work matters. Okay, speaking of Suicide Squad, I just, uh, well... Justice League. You guys heard about this um, news today about they're completely removing. Um, yes. Henry Ca- is it Cavill? Cavill? So, uh, no. I don't know. No, no, no. Not removing him. No, no, not removing him. They're removing his mustache entirely for Justice League. It's like digitally. Yes, digitally, digitally is exactly why. Oh my he's, god. He's um, he's filming the next Mission Impossible, and they say that he cannot shave his mustache for the film that's like part of his contract <laughs> what so 
Justice League is CGIing, removing Superman's mustache from the upcoming epic Justice League. Do you know how much money that's gonna cost? Yeah, we I, all know. We all know how much money goes into post. Well, yeah. uh, we do here, but post production is. I, I don't even know how much of the budget, but. I read, I read a story one time about there was a scene in a James Bond film where like he had gloves on at the beginning of the scene and then he didn't at the end of it so they CGI'd gloves in him for like half the scene and they were talking about how that was like a million dollar job yeah it and is so it's I so time consuming what I mean, that's gonna cost them to understand. get his oh. mustache removed this is real though so here's the thing yeah. I saw a little thing on Facebook about it I didn't yeah. click it but this is legit. Yeah, but it's funny because some uh, I saw some just images of people putting Tom Selleck mustache on Superman images. Oh gosh! <laughs> Tell me this though. So why is it? Why does he have a mustache now? Just because of the film? The mission? No. Yeah. So he's shooting. He he needs to grow his facial hair for the next Mission Impossible. So his movies overlapped. He already yeah. signed contracts yeah. in the Mission Impossible contracts. They said you hey, can't. You can't. You cannot shave. Uh-huh. They were not willing to budge. On doing like a fake mustache or having, I mean, how long does it grow, take to grow a mustache? Too for long. him, for a for a good mustache, that takes a while to grow out. I mean, Ryan, you can grow one. For me, if I, I'd be like totally man, it it would take me I 10, 15 years to I grow. Not know. I could grow out to I can grow out to this length right here, which which look, sorry listeners, yeah. um, that's like a what? It's like three weeks. Three weeks. You have a nice little sc- more than a scruff. I don't know why I said scruff. You you have a good. <laughs> It's solid. A, it's a solid beard. You know, I I have been wanting to go to a mustache, but I'm, I keep getting denied. Well, if I want to, let's get that straight. Not too many people can rock a mustache. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm thinking like uh, Kurt Russell in uh, Tombstone. God, <laughs> <laughs> type mustache. Oh, if I want to participate in No Shave November, November, I got to start in like July. Jeff, we prep the yeah, we prep <laughs> as soon as it's done. I can't grow shit. I'm with you, man. <laughs> I can go patch Sometimes it. I've seen my hair grow shorter. Yeah. Like, like the next day I'm like, did I cut that? And I'm like, no, I don't think so. And did my did my mustache just grow shorter? <laughs> so I was always taught because I can't, you know, if I don't have a lot of chest hair, I'm going to tell the people this, that I was taught that I always tell people grass don't grow on a busy highway. <laughs> I'm so, still using that. I still use that to when, this day. Uh, I'm 30 pe- and I still use it. When uh, when when people ask me like, why, Ryan, why is, why is your hair, your chest so hairy? I always tell them, you know, every time somebody says, drink this, you'll, it'll put chest on your hair. I drink it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's why I drink all the time. <laughs> Waiting. I'm trying. Yeah, Jeff and I are trying. I'm, yeah, when I consume alcohol, it's strictly for uh, um, scientific purposes. Yeah. Trying to grow we're, we're not enjoying it. We're just, no. we're just trying to be on your level, Ryan. People ask me, oh my God. <laughs> you don't want to be on this level. It's, um, people ask me, oh, you, you, you have no hair in your arms. Were you swimmer in high school? <laughs> Wait, in high school, like you're still shaving? Like you were in high school, but you're not anymore. But you're like, nah, I'm still shaving. Yeah, I don't know, like I don't know how you, how high school swimmers work in the United States, but no, it's, well, swimmers do shave yeah, their legs yeah. and arms. The, it's different. But it's funny that they asked you too. when you were in high school. <laughs> yeah. If anything, they should say, "Are you still a swimmer?" Because why would you be shaving now if you're? But anyway, and are you are you still in high school? Yeah, exactly. Well, I'm 29, so at that time. <laughs> Oh man, how do we even get off on this? <laughs> I don't know. Well, so the wrestler, 
Can you get Great it? film. What, yeah, what, where where is it on your Scoville skills? I told Well, I mean, in terms of in terms of spiciness, I'm trying to think of what pepper would be up there. But um, I told you I'd give it an 8.5 minimum, if not 9. I mean, when I watched that film, yeah. I went into it not... I mean, okay, let's get... I mean, I was a Requiem for, you know, a Dream fan. Mm-hmm. Every I think every aspiring filmmaker kind of like watches that. It's like, oh my gosh, I want to make movies like this. Yeah, he, you know, he said when he was making Requiem for a Dream that he wanted to make a hip hop film. Like that was his point of making Requiem for a Dream is that like he wanted to make a hip hop song into a like oh yeah into a film pretty much. Oh cool. Yeah. Well, knowing you know knowing that he, he he you know all the films he's produced because I, I did watch I went back because I didn't I watched Memento then I watched Requiem then I had to go back and watch Pie since it came before yeah. you know. And, um, but I went into it, you know, not really sure. I, it looked great, but man, no, it, it, it was amazing. You know, it's what I, it's definitely a movie I can rewatch over and over. Yeah. So, and, uh, Bruce Springsteen, you gotta yeah. give a little shout out to him. <laughs> the boss gave it an original song for that movie. But so yeah. And then, but then Black Swan came out solid film. I mean, I think, I mean, you can put, you can count on him. I can say that you can count on him. You know, yeah, Noah, whatever. Let, yeah. You know, whatever. But let him have Noah. You yeah. know, everybody needs a studio. Like, what was that movie probably cost to make? Like two hundred million dollars. Gots to get paid, right? I, yeah, we all do. <laughs> you know, so. But I'm excited, man. I I mean, I know that we saw the teaser for Mother in IMAX. The audio, and yeah. there was it was great. But oh man, I yeah. just I just leveled up at Alamo Draft House too. So I'm a commandant now. So I get in like early I do, I access. Just did two. Did you really? Yes. Like yet the other day. Like I think the last movie I saw, Baby Driver. When I saw Baby Driver, I think I got it. Nice. Yeah. So, so we'll both have priority access whenever mother tickets go on sale. I'm going to ask you this question. Does it reset every year? It's, it resets like every month. So like you lose your points that you got from like. Oh. That you got last July after july ends because i can tell you right now like i do look for i mean of course i want to save money so if you know people that don't know alamo draft house you know it's it's an awesome you know movie theater that's you know now is nationwide you know mm-hmm. but uh serves food and beer and whatnot and you there's pretty much a point system and you get you know the more movies you buy you get points you buy food but um they have delicious food so when i go to draft house i expect sarah and i you know we expect to have like a meal and, and that, that I don't know the whole movie experience for me is like no, yeah no, it's, so, it's great it gets expensive so so what I found out was Command it which is like third out of I don't know six no, levels the second so, sorry sorry it's the second to highest yeah yeah I think I think but, I'm, I'm still uh, a fighter you are a fighter hey man yeah. you need to watch more movies I'm sorry I was like I'll just, I just I I can I wrap my head around Superman having a Tom like <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like I'm just imagine- Jeff will not go to the movies until this is I'm imagining Superman flying around with a mustache this should keep the mustache I think they absolutely should keep it well you know they uh, on was it the last super when, when he came you know when they started doing him uh, Superman films with him they it's his his cape's all CG yeah so I like that. See, that makes sense. No, it makes it makes <laughs> it makes perfect sense. Yeah. But it's crazy that they're like you know. Yeah. Well, I I think what, like Superman makes, is supported supposed to sort of have control over it. Like, yeah, no, I know what you're saying, but it's yeah. just crazy. Like, I'm just Can't I'm just talking about the amount of CG that goes into this. Like, I don't think some people realize that. Like, do you think they'd be able to CG my chest hair? Oh, 
Oh, totally. Or like a. I mean, do you like want a cool it? Scene? I bet you they could CG your chest hair off and put it on me. That would be funny. You know, so then we, that we might be. To, a, we don't a be concerned about this. For the spicy boys. Oh my what god! I just had should a, that should that be our next film? I just had just a, just us standing next to each other, and you're you've got my chest hair, and I'm like clean, shaven chest. Are you gonna are you gonna shave? <laughs> are you gonna shave in a podcast and just and just oh wax gorilla glue it on Brad's chest? He's gonna just take oh, duct tape, rip it off, and stick the duct tape on me, oh. and hopefully if it we sticks. get if we get enough listeners, if we get 150 podcast subscribers. By the end of the first month, I will wax my entire chest. Wait, on camera? Yes. On camera. Yes. You, you've seen 40-Year-Old Virgin, right? I have. Okay. Wait, wait, that's what I, mean, I that's expect. That's not a... That's How many? Not a, How many? 150. 150? Yeah. By when? The end of the first month. is After, so... so January. Wait, what? The first month of the year? No, he means from the time the podcast... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I'm not going to give you until January okay. to find 150 okay. people. Oh, no, if, oh, first of the month. So it, no, as soon month. as the first podcast goes live, if we get 150 subscribers by the end of that month, I will wax my chest live on Spice Boys podcast. Oh my gosh! All right, that, that I think that concludes this because I I'm, I'm that's getting a excited. verbal agreement, right? That's, oh, yeah, totally. Uh, no, this is a contract. This okay. that's a contract, well, not wait. just for us, but for the people. Okay, yes. well, I want to make sure I, I, I care about okay. my fans. Who, wait, who gets? We both get to do the waxing. That sounds kind of weird, yeah. but okay. well, I think we'd hire somebody who actually does it. No, 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 no. no. We just said that. Yeah, if, fine. Who, entire chest? Well, no, I, do, I don't want either of you to do it because you guys would like get joy out of like. So, the, so you'd either, okay, you'd either okay. have to either be all right, all right, my girlfriend or somebody, a third party. Okay, before we go, before we conclude this, I want <laughs> I want to hear you again say I Ryan Witten. I Ryan Witten. Totally agree that if we get 150 sub- podcast subscribers by by the end of the of uh, 30 days from 30 the first podcast going live, posting the first podcast, I will wax my entire chest live on Spicy Boy podcast. Oh my gosh, I'm so excited! I think that's it. I'm happy. Well, folks, there you have it. <laughs> All right, Ryan. Um, I'm gonna call everyone. I'm gonna. I'm gonna spam everyone. <laughs> well, we've we've got over oh, 200 votes on the on the validation thing, so yeah, we well, can keep that kind of. I mean, if I get my yeah. family behind it, 150, boom, yeah. done. So <laughs> subscribing and a but they're like it's only one click I mean, away. I'm gonna look to make sure that you guys don't like hire an outside source. He's like get a oh, bunch of. We followers. don't need to. Like we will farm? come up with 150. Yeah, they have to be legit followers. I would pay a company Bangladesh to. <laughs> That's what he's saying. That's what I'm saying. You yeah. can't do that. <laughs> no, I'm broke. I can't do that. So. That's as I said. I go to my family. I don't know. There's like 50 of us. I would so, walk through and they they ask their friends. Boom, done. So 150. Okay. I'm excited. I feel like if okay, once that happens, because let's get this straight, what it's are, gonna happen. It's gonna no happen. doubt. It's gonna happen. We're gonna give you a chance right now to back out. Yes I'm not no. backing out. There, right. there we go. There we go. This, this is gonna good. be. It's gonna be a good because I want. Know do we want to do out of anything? Do we want him to do that and then try <laughs> to do the podcast this after, or do we want to start, <laughs> or do we want him to do the podcast and then follow up with that? Because I'm gonna. I want that to be the time I may, I choose the film. I'm going to choose yeah. a great film to go along with that. I, it's going to be 40-year-old it's virgin. Good, it's going to be 40-year-old virgin, <laughs> yeah. something like that. But I think it would be perfect. Because Ryan's going to need a few of those, a few extra beers with he's, that he's one. Gonna, I'm going to have to get a little extra We might We might be doing like, 
I don't know, maybe some whiskey or something that day. Yeah. So, but. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, that concludes Things today's episode. Come. Thank you for Sarah Snacks. Thanks, Sarah. Thank you, Sarah. Thank you, Sarah. She's in the living room where it's Brad Studio room. Hey, this is our studio. Yeah. Let's get that straight. This is Spicy Boy Studio. Um, yeah. So until next week. All right. Looking forward to it. Another yeah, Spicy yeah. Boys podcast. All right. Spicy Boys out. <laughs>